0: Do you ever wonder why some podcasts are so successful? Do you wish that you could replicate the success of some of the top podcasts? So do we. And we believe there is no harm in asking. So we're questioning everything about how podcasts are produced, hosted, and monetized. This is No Harm in Asking. I'm Eric Byron. And I'm Michael Kerr,
1: always excited to share my thoughts. We review podcasts and look for clues to why some make it big. And some try to build their own empire. This week, we'll be reviewing Very Serious with Josh Barrow.
0: This podcast is sponsored by Colab.me, the free-to-use platform for interview planning, preparation, and collaboration. All righty, welcome to the show. Michael, we're going to talk about very very serious. This is very serious business, Michael. Okay, so the very serious podcast with Josh Barrow. So yeah, so this is our first one that's kind of a political one. We don't want to take sides here, but Josh Barrow comes from this show called Left, Right and Center, right? it was a radio show right, in California yeah out of California successful for about 7 years and then he recently kind of split off he's got his serious media mm-hmm. is the kind of company framework right <laughs> you uh, alluded to a discussion here about him building a media empire yes, yes. yeah so uh, so serious media is his brand the company and then he's launched this Very Serious podcast, but he's also got another one called Serious Trouble that he's doing that's kind of a legal angle thing on all of the trouble, right, that politicians and public figures can get into. So two shows, but we're going to focus on Very Serious. Mm -hmm. He only has 22 episodes, so this is a fairly new podcast for him. He's got some following, right? So he is not starting from scratch here. He's got an audience. Uh, He's got his people, I think he's found, the people who like what he does. He's got like 300,000 followers on Twitter, right? So Josh Barrow is a pretty established guy, and he's 37 years old. Oh, and I want to play a clip right away here. Let's just introduce Josh here. Uh, This is how he introduces his podcast. This is very serious. The podcast. Okay, so I love the dramatic right. pause you like this. there. You
1: like this uh, dramatic pause.
0: <laughs> this is very serious. Where did you find this one? Um, I might have actually seen this one on Substack. Okay. So, yeah, that may be where this first hit me. So, which is an, also an interesting angle. We are going to talk quite a bit about this because as he is building his empire, right, as Josh is, is trying to expand and monetize what he's doing here, grow beyond the radio show that he was doing, which was successful. Uh, I don't know exactly how successful it was. But for a fairly young guy, he's kind of in the prime of his career, I would say, at at 37. Um, He has embraced Substack. If you're not familiar with it to our listening audience, Substack is a platform by which you can not only publish your podcast, but you can also do newsletters and live streaming and, and other forms of content for your audience but it allows you to kind of pull it together, you know, one place, a central place for people to come and and consume all of your content. But it's also a place where they make it really easy to do paid subscribers. So you can have two tiers of subscribers, right? You can have people who just sign up for your free newsletter, listen to your podcast, but you can also have premium content that is a paid subscription. And Josh Barrow is all over this. I mean, he starts his podcast with an explanation of why you should pay for the premium stuff, right that you get the newsletter and you get early release of some of the other content. I, I think he's got some live stream events that are only for paid subscribers. So he's embracing this. He is looking to make some money on Right. I Substack. think if you've got a following, don't get me wrong. I think there is,
1: you know, there may very well be a portion of your listenership that, you know, just wants to support you. And he's very pleasant to listen to. So, you know, the, my first impressions, he came across, I, I felt as, as sufficiently cerebral, you know, like I, you know, that if, if so it, it was serious. I love the way you put things. Yeah, so. it was serious. You know, I felt it was sort of a serious discussion. He was very calm and, you know, his voice is very easy to listen to. I listened to three of these episodes. I know there's only one that I think we both listened to. One on popularism with Matt Iglesias. I listened to an interview with uh, Tyler Cohen, an economist from uh, George Mason University on talent. And then I listened to just the most recent one, which is just why is flying such a nightmare right now? And he uses, I think, the same format where he just interviews, at least on this one, uh, in very serious. He just does a single interview, right? A single person interview one-on-one. And I think what struck me was that it was okay, right? Like, I, I didn't mind the conversation, uh, although maybe we will talk a little bit about the Mataglaseus <laughs> one, because of the three, I found myself not intrigued enough to maybe go back and say, oh, this is something that I really, you know, for me, is something that yeah, I would well, listen to on, on a consistent you basis. let's be honest. You bailed
0: on the Mataglaseus one. I
1: did on the Mataglaces one. And, you know, I know. and the reason was, I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it is because they kept using this term salient right he kept talking about oh is this a is this a salient topic is this salient they would go back and forth and they kept trying to determine whether or not popularism i guess was or whatever thing was it salient or which essentially we both had to look this up and go. Clearly, we, we don't know enough. Why are they using this, this word so such much? an important word. I am clearly not. You know, I don't know enough about how important this word. I'm, I'm not better, cerebral better, enough. Exactly. I better Google it <laughs> so I know exactly what this word means because it's been used ten times so far. And really, it only means. You know, is this an important topic to the you know to the people that you're trying to right. address?
0: So you found this annoying that I they were. I found
1: this annoying enough. Yeah. You know, and this is about an almost an hour podcast. But uh, a half hour in, I had enough of the salient discussion and bail. Now, yep. right before I bailed, there was one good question, because a lot of people saw uh, Josh Barrow and his guest, Matt Iglesias, as being of the same ilk, you know, of the same political fashion, right? Yep. And so they... they a lot in common. A lot in common, right. They're-
0: okay, I have to jump in here and just comment. This is outside of our conversation that I just had with Michael. He complained about the use of the word salient to the point where he bailed on an episode because of its overuse and then he goes and uses the word ilk instead of just saying two people had something in common (laughs) i just didn't pick on michael there
1: so he asked this question he said you know a lot of people think we're kind of the same you know what what are the things that you and i disagree on Um, I thought that was actually an excellent question and did lead to some interesting banter between the two of them. So um, Yes, I agree. That's a
0: great tactic. I love debate. I love listening to people who are um, counterpoint to each other so you get uh, two different sides and a polite, respectful, intelligent debate, Um, not a heated, nasty, calling each other (laughs) names kind of debate. So yes, they had a very civil discussion and it did lead to some good dialogue there. And I, and I thought it was good to emphasize that although we have a lot in common, there are some things we don't necessarily agree on. And uh, it did make it more interesting. Was it salient? I don't know. <laughs> but I want to come back to the popularism thing okay. because this did intrigue me as a topic and to hear Josh talking about it because... I think for him, this concept of popularism, although they played it on the podcast in terms of politics and politicians and how do they um, attract, right? How do they be popular, right? Popularism, as Josh describes it. Well, actually, I'll I'll put the clip in here. I thought he did a a good job of of defining what he means by popularism. So let's play that. Mm -hmm. Have I described the popularism formula correctly that
1: you do popular things and talk about them, don't do unpopular things, or if you must do them, do them as quietly as possible?
0: Okay. So, so there you have it, right? So yeah. I like this concept though for podcasters, right? Because I think this is something that, whether it's Josh Barrow or it's Mike and Eric, or it's any of us out there who are trying to find our people, right, is we need to figure out what do they care about, what are those topics, and talk about those things, right, those salient issues for our podcast audience, so we can talk about those things and avoid talking about maybe those things that would irritate or throw off our audience. So you,
1: I mean, I hear what you're saying, but, you know, if you're going to do a podcast, do you want to take a a controversial or, you know, a specific stance on one side or the other? Is that where your audience is going to come from? You know, in Josh's case, I guess what he's decided to do is I'm going to run down the middle as straddling the center left and right as kind of as far as I can. Yeah. um, And discuss these topics and not try and get in too much trouble. Do you think he's trying to use this to make a, a more, you know, a deeper play into other types of journalism and he doesn't want to go too far, too, light, you know, too right. We talk about, you know, we did Megan Dom I, I think she obviously yeah. has decided that she's going to take a, you know, a specific stance on specific issues and that's what she's going to do.
0: And I think if you talk to her, she's kind of feels like maybe she got into a little bit of trouble, right? Well, her podcast is called Unspeakable, right? right? So, so she's she- kind of Set it up as the opposite of popularism. I'm not going to talk about the popular things that people want to talk about. I'm going to talk about the things that make people uncomfortable. And as a result, she hasn't been able to monetize. Right, right. And she can't get sponsors called, so she's and got ads. A new
1: podcast. No, she's now she's decided to go and find this co-host who's young, and I'm gonna you know try something new to see yeah. if I can kind of get myself away from what I've done to myself. The stigma. Whereas yeah. if you just kind of go down the middle, maybe that you know is a better route. Particularly if you're a journalist, right? You you don't want to really be seen as being too far left or too far right. So maybe this is the right thing. You now, there's some things that I thought were you know unique about this particular podcast. Um, If we talk a little bit about format. Yeah. You know, I enjoyed the intro. He's got a little bit of music. And then the music sort of goes lower. And he continues to talk. um, And he does the very serious thing. And uh, I think it gets you in the mood, you know. And I Mm -hmm. think he does a good job... Of introducing, um, you know, whatever the topic is, he
0: does kind of a lead-in monologue. Yeah, he does a so bit he, of a so our hook, homework. right? He yeah. introduces the concept and kind of, you know, yeah, sets the stage for his guest to come on and talk about the topic. So I, I think he, yeah, he does a good job of setting it up there.
1: Again, there's there's not a lot of criticism I have of what he's doing as well, far as that, the presentation that. goes. You know, there's not much there's not much criticism, and then he's just trying to build this empire of of podcasts and. And more podcasts and, and Substack articles yeah. and whatnot. Well,
0: let's talk about the difference in format between very serious and serious trouble, because I do think this is interesting. That he he he's doing the very serious one. He is the host, yes. and he interviews folks. But serious trouble is a co-host one, right? With Ken White, right. he's, he's an attorney, yeah. and so they're co-hosting. So it's a bit you, of a different did you style. Listen to him? Well. I listened to the one – he uses one of his episodes to kind of introduce that one, and which I thought was also interesting because as a teaser, you get about 30 minutes into that episode. So he he does that episode within one of these episodes, and then he cuts it off suddenly and says, oh, if you want to listen to the rest of this episode, go to Substack, right, to finish it. Yeah. so you don't get to hear the end of that discussion he's having
1: right I I would have enjoyed had there been you know multiple people who you know could have discussed all of these kind of things as opposed to just Josh I, I appreciate that I think he's trying to yeah. make a name for himself I think you can pull this off if you can find again we last episode we talked we did the Conan one where we you know where he had a bit of an what I call an entourage
0: right yes Conan, uh, just to be clear, right? So Conan O'Brien needs a friend, yeah. right? And that format, he has Sona and right. Matt typically right. on the show with him that he plays off of. Right. So you're saying that you think that Josh could also, and he is kind of doing this with yeah, the, the serious this. trouble this can be, one. You know, this, is,
1: this has been done. His, I mean, yeah. I would think it's probably a lot like what he did with uh, Left, Right, Center. It sounds to me, like that was that a was mul- m- that more was a, a multiple team guest team approach, you know, panel team yeah. effort. If that was the style, you know, he obviously is able to to engage in that style, and that he was successful at it. I, it's interesting yeah. that he's decided to go off on his own and do this because um, yeah. I personally would have gotten – I feel like shown more interest, or there would have been more engagement from me yep. um, had that format been. Yeah. Well, been we'll applied. see.
0: This is pretty new, right? He's only twenty two episodes right. in. He's also going to do the say the second one. And so I made the reference to, you know, or you commented first, you know, empire building here yeah. in his serious media. So I think that Eric's opinion, right? I think that his play here is like Malcolm Gladwell's, you know, Pushkin uh, okay. network, right? I think that he wants serious media to become a platform sure. for multiple podcasts. I have, no, I have podcasts. no doubt that that's
1: ultimately what, if you're going to back it up with a, with a substack newsletter, he writes, you know, these little columns. I, I think it's it's much more difficult if you have an entourage, right? Because those people always have to play sort of a bit of a lesser role. There's, you know, you would have yep. to come out as the as the, um, the sort of the leader of the group. Um, let's see. It'll be interesting to see because obviously I think with the Ken White one, you know, that sounds uh, sounds like they're both yeah. equals. Um, so you've got uh, two guest hosts that are, are, are packing equal weight yeah. on this. Like process. we do. Like we do.
0: Yes, exactly. Our format. Hey, I also want to comment. Um, I do think he's a good interviewer. Mm-hmm. And uh, one example I saw in one of the episodes I listened to was uh, Allison Schrager on Why We Can't Have Nice Things. And what I appreciated about this one so she's a financial economist and she recently published something by that title, right? Why We Can't Have Nice Things. And so he brings her on to talk about this. But he starts right out, very first thing, he does a little intro of her, and then he says, you know, what are the nice things we can no longer have, Allison? No beating around the bush, get right to it, this is our topic, and he hits her right with that question, um, tell me what it is. So I like this approach to just get right into it, no (laughs) Chit chat, yeah. <laughs> bam! One of the nice things we can't have, right? So, uh, so he's hooked you with the topic. It's in the title of the episode. It's in the intro piece, and then bam, he comes right to it and gets her started, you know, on this topic, right into the meat of it. So, I appreciated that as a host, as an interviewer. He didn't waste time; get right to to the the business.
1: Okay, I think he's an okay. I think he's a good interview. He asks good questions, but I think the genius ultimately or the, where he's going to see the, the most success, yeah. is if he can start to find these gems of, of individuals yeah. who are able to do this, and he can sort of play the role of producer yeah. for all of these. Well, and things.
0: here's the other thing I'll say, too, is uh, on that, and for all the podcasters out there, and ourselves included, right, is the ability to kind of stick to one topic area. So for him, it's this kind of Political um, middle ground, attracting guests who can talk about these issues and building over time, right? The more people you talk to, the more shows you research and prepare for, the smarter you get in this thing and build up that reputation as somebody who really knows this area, right? Become specialized in a particular area. And I think. To me, I think that's where he is, right? He had some success on this other show. Let's build on that success. I'm not going to just go off and go do some new show that's on a completely different thing. No, I'm going to stick with this realm. I've got 300,000 followers on Twitter. They expect me to talk about these things, and they've heard my voice. They're comfortable with my voice. They're following me. Um, He does have, it's hard to know how many, but he has thousands of subscribers on Substack, right. which he may be, you know. Again, I think it's seven dollars a month. I think was his fee for to, for the premium side of that thing. So again, he's not making millions probably, but he no, may but be it's making. Pretty good. Like, if you enough, do the math,
1: right? I mean, uh, as if he's got, you know, 10,000 if you've got followers, ten thousand followers on yeah. Substack, and they're all paying you five, six, seven dollars a month. That is a That's very substantial. Decent That's a substantial income. You can hire a producer. Yeah. or an editor. You yeah, know, a couple of people to you know edit your podcast. Oh, speaking and ma- of that, he manage- does
0: have a, a business partner there. By the way, right, Sarah Fay. Yeah, he mentions her at the end of his show. Right, we like to talk about team and who supports us. Right, Sarah actually came from the Left, Right, and Center show. So that was at KCRW. So she came over. She describes herself as a co-founder of Sirius Media but her title on the show is editor. So she is a full-time employee, basically, of Sirius Media, co-founder. He describes her as one of the creators of the show. So so she's a pretty you know integral part of this company, although she is not on air. And I think that's important, right, to have somebody like that who you trust. She understands the content. She understands what he's trying to do. And Clearly, they're, they're comfortable working together, been together for a while. I, I think he's doing all of the right things. Yeah. So I do want to, before we completely wrap on this, I do want to mention, so in that uh, episode on popularism with Matt Iglesias, the third part, again, in terms of format and, and the way that he produces these things, uh, there's three specific sections in that uh, episode, each one has a musical break transition in between. I thought he was pretty effective in the way he does that because the music starts to play quietly in the background as Matt is answering a question. And then as he finishes that question, the music comes up uh, a little bit a few seconds and then it uh, he, Starts with the next topic. Right. So the third topic, though, was talking about Matt being on the Joe Rogan podcast, and I just thought this was a great segue for us because, of course, we're going to review Joe Rogan. This is one we're going to do it. Are we? We're going to do it, right? We we got to tackle this one. Joe is just a behemoth in this space. So much we can learn from his success in this. But I thought it was an interesting discussion, also, of You know, Matt talking about being on the show. And again, his reasons for being on there. And, you know, this jeopardy always of there's going to be people who love you for being on the controversial Joe Rogan show and his millions of subscribers. But there's also people who are going to hate you, right? And really criticize you for being on Joe Rogan's podcast, right? In this debate of, so but it was it's interesting. and I think again, for all of us, right? It's and you know, we were talking about you know the Megan Dom thing and her unspeakable, kind of the opposite of popularism yeah. approach. And you know what Matt was really saying was sometimes you've got to go on that kind of controversial side um, to get uh, audience. Sure. right? you You may offend a million people. Um, because you went on the Joe Rogan show but you may pick up you know 10 million <laughs> who listened oh, right to I, that episode I, I can't, I can't, and go I can't imagine oh you can okay can do much
1: damage to yourself going on and Joe Rogan I mean unless you're I mean we even talked to you know Bernie Sanders went on Joe Rogan I mean I,
0: Right, right. How how much good yeah. news, bad news, right? Yeah. Know, yeah. Joe Rogan ended up endorsing him yeah. for his presidential run. And maybe <laughs> it hurt him more than it helped him. I don't know. But anyway, so that's our kind of lead-in, if you will, our teaser for our next episode. We are gonna tackle the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> yeah. This is gonna be awesome. So there you go. That's our wrap on sorry. the salient. The salient.
1: Very serious podcast. Very (laughs) serious
0: serious podcast with Josh Barrow. And next week we'll tackle Joe Rogan experience. So please subscribe. You do not want to miss, uh, well, you certainly don't want to miss the Joe Rogan one. Hey, this is Eric jumping in again. We've been talking a lot on this episode about Substack. I did want to mention that we have a Substack link now. I'm journaling our adventure in podcasting here. Uh, we'll put that in the a link in the description of this episode. Please go find that and subscribe. So there you go. Right. Please keep listening. Subscribe. And you have been listening to No Harm in Asking with Michael Kerr and Eric Byron. Thanks for listening. If you'd like us to review your podcast, please let us know. This podcast is sponsored by Colab.me, the free to use platform for interview planning, preparation, and collaboration.